We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another exciting edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA episode, I think, number 53 today. Wait a minute. That means we made our one-year anniversary. Yay, yes, years. we did. Yep. Yeah, we made a one-year. Congratulations, Jay. Yes, isn't it exciting to get keep going? We're going to wow, keep going. Wow, one year already under our belt. That went very fast. I know. You always have fun when, you know... Time flies when you're having a good time. That's it. That's what I tried to say. (laughs) I knew it was in there somewhere. Time flies when you're having fun. That's exactly (laughs) right. Well, I know you and I have had a chance to work at MTA for over a year now, of course, and love working at MTA. They really care about the employees. Yep. They do a lot of extra things that a lot of companies might not do, and that is they they invest in the employee Mm -hmm. by giving us classes on... Well, I just had a class on diversity, which was very interesting, you know, how to handle your job better and how to be better at your job. And you just had one on what, legal things? Yep. Mm -hmm. And that was interesting you said, right? Very interesting. Well, we are so very fortunate that we can actually share this information with you today because we were able to get the president of award-winning expert human resources. Her name is Vanessa G. Nelson. And she's she's actually written a book. And that's, I want to get this so bad, it's called 101 Costly HR Mistakes and How to Fix Them. It's a great seller, which is being used to teach college students at the Saginaw Valley State University. That's pretty important. Cool. Have you read the book? I have not read the book. I'm waiting for an autographed copy. Ooh, that's what I'm hoping for, too. <laughs> Well, we're lucky enough to say that we have Vanessa with us this morning. Vanessa G. Nelson, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm just excited to be here. Well, I love your motto. It says, I do not succeed until the, or- the organization is improved. Now, that's pretty impressive. Oh, yes. And I do my best to make sure we make improvements. And we've been pretty successful. It's, it's a career that I couldn't have imagined how exciting would be when I started it. It's just been fantastic and I love working with all the different clients and it's just wonderful. Well, I know you've spoken all over the world. You've been all over the U.S. and you uh, speak with like the um, Food Bank of Eastern Michigan, Valley Area Aging on, uh, Agency on Aging, the Genesee District Library. You've spoken with us, of course, and helped us, the Disability Network. You've been out there, girls, so many different places. So I know you must really get a lot of reward from helping people. So what's the most you think you can help people with when it comes to something like what you're doing? Well, the most I can help them with is, you know, like if they'll call and they'll say, well, we're having a lot of turnover, a lot of morale issues, Mm -hmm. we're at our wits end, and then I can go in and help them. And then when I look back and they tell me, hey, we appreciate it so much, our employees are doing so much better, They, they haven't had training like this before, Uh, when I hear all the positive comments and then when I see the employees in the store somewhere and they say, wow, things have really changed. Oh, that has to be so rewarding Um, to know you've done that. In a positive way. It's it's more rewarding just to be able to help, you know, Um, to be in any profession where you're helping others is, is just a wonderful thing, you know. Well, MTA is hiring right now, of course. They need all kinds of different positions. You can go to um, mtaflint.org and go under the job openings. And there's so many things from maybe a HR position to drivers, always needing drivers. And so if you're listening right now and thinking, well, I do need a job. Why should I work for MTA? Well, Jay and I can both say we really do feel honored to work here because you're helping the community and that's rewarding. And then they take the extra care to hire somebody like you, Vanessa, to help us 
do better with our job and understand things better. So if you want to work for MTA, really a great company to, to work for and look into that at mtaflint.org. And Vanessa, give us some other ideas of like, you know, maybe, I know you said if somebody's going to be going looking for a job, do your homework, know the employee, the employer, know their background. So if they ask you questions, they'll know how to answer those questions, which really makes a big difference. It shows that they care. But you were talking about 10 steps for hiring high quality, dynamic employees and watch your profits grow. That sounds pretty good for any company might be listening right now. So (laughs) give us an idea of what that's about. Absolutely. And I want to, first of all, second that about the MTA is a wonderful company to work for. I've recruited several people that are working over there and they, they stay for years. They love it. So I would highly recommend the MTA as an employer choice. Vanessa, I do realize that with everything that's happening with COVID and with the extra unemployment being paid, people were not looking for jobs and employers were having a difficult time finding quality employees to work for them. Things are changing now. I mean, the employment has stopped the extra pay. People are now needing work. They're needing jobs in order to to, uh, take care of their families. And now employers have a little bit better Uh, opportunity to choose from employees. So give us an idea of of how they can get the very best fit for the employee and the employer. Okay, so what I want to speak to you about today is the 10 steps for hiring high quality dynamic employees. And let's face it, recruiting high quality dynamic employees for your organization can be daunting. You know, so to assist you with this endeavor, what I plan to do is give you 10 steps So you can be successful in hiring stellar employees. Now, if you follow the steps I'm going to list here, with a little faith, you can land a great employee almost every time. So number one, number one, and this is the first thing, and most employers miss this one, be organized and be prepared to hire before you post the position. So by that I mean make sure you review your mission, your vision, and values. Always keep that in mind before you hire anybody because you want people to align with your mission, vision, and values. Make sure your business strategy is aligned with your recruitment strategy. Now, it's a great idea to conduct a human resources audit. And what that is, is it helps you, helps you to ensure that your organization has the appropriate policies in place Um, An audit will evaluate your HR practices, your hiring process, your employee training plans, your compensation plan, your EEO practices. They'll review your employee complaints, your exit interview, and assess if your policies are being followed appropriately. Because if you have the policies and they're not being followed, then there's a little problem there. And then next, you want to conduct a job analysis, which means you really look at the job to make sure that you're hiring people for the, what the job actually entails. You know, I had a friend who interviewed for a position a couple years ago, and they told her, hey, you're going to have your own office and an assistant. And when she, she quit her job and went over there, and they had her in a cubicle being her own assistant. Oh. So you don't want to do anything like that. You want to make sure you actually know what the job is so you can be honest with people when they come in to interview for the job. That is so true. You, know, you want to make mm-hmm, very true. And you want to make sure that your job descriptions are up to date and please, please keep this in mind that your confidence and ability to communicate the requirements of the position 
to your applicants and new hires can go a long way in landing and also retaining those great employees. Good point. So that was number one. I know it was long. That's okay. It's helpful. <laughs> and go it's, ahead. And number two, you want to be known as a great place to work and an employer of choice. Like I was saying earlier, I would definitely say MTA is a an employer of choice. And the way you become an employer of choice and a great place to work is you create a positive image of your organization. And the way you do that is by building brand loyalty, by being involved in the community. You may want to join the Chamber of Commerce. You want to network on a regular basis and keep in touch with your associates and people you meet. And also, being a great place to work and employer of choice would entail recognizing your employees, rewarding them, treating them with respect and fair dealings, treating them with compassion when needed. And in that way, they'll, in turn, speak highly of your organization. Because that's what you want. You want people out here saying great things about the MTA or, or your organization. And you want to make sure your, your management team is trained and they understand their duties. And they also, you want to make sure that they know how to look out for things happening in the workforce because they're on the front lines. You want them looking around and making sure everything's being monitored as far as, you know, uh, say harassment issues or, or other types of things that could be going wrong on the job. If possible, if possible, I know many employers can't, but if possible, it's also a very great idea to provide work-life options such as flexible schedules, 10-hour shifts, remote work, split shifts, work from home. That is so true because I know since number lot, three, <laughs> since a lot of people ahead, have, I'm sorry. that's okay. That is so true because since a lot of people have been working remotely from home, now that they have to go back. It's really disturbing their whole life's like you know, taking care of their kids. They didn't have to have a daycare. They could have the kids at home. They could put a load of laundry in while they're doing their work. So I know a lot of companies are now actually mm-hmm. saying work from home from here on out. I know Apple is going to say their, mm-hmm. com- their company is going to have people working remotely until January and other big companies like that as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, talk to the employee and find out what works best for them and work together. So that that's wise information. So I'm loving this so far. What's number three? Number three is create great job postings. You want, you want to have high quality, dynamic uh, job postings because employees love eye-catching job postings. You want to make sure you're promoting your company in your job postings. You want to uh, maybe in the job posts, add photos to highlight happy employees if that's appropriate for your organization. Mm-hmm. And highlight your benefits. In other words, brag a little bit. Hey, we have these perks, we have flexible hours, we have medical insurance. You know, those type of things draw employees to you. Absolutely. Number four. People care about their families and take care of them. Yep. I'm out there talking to different uh, chambers or if I'm talking to the senior centers, they all say, you know, what's the benefits? You know, what's what's the benefit program like? And as soon as they hear what ours is, you get your birthday paid off. Like, really? That's really enticing. So good advice. All right. Number four. Let's keep moving. I love this, Vanessa. All right. Number four is utilize social media. And you, you want to utilize it heavily. A lot of people miss that, too. It's a free resource. And it may sound simple. However, I don't know, for some reason, people, they forget it. And social media 
it's a great way to expand your personal network as well. And, and you can watch conversations, see what people are thinking, what are they talking about. And then you'll get excited when you see them talking positively about you and you can share those things. And social media, it could include Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, are there any others you know about, Stephanie? Inst- Instagram. Or? Instagram's one that has you know pictures. They can see that on there as well. And you can have more than one Facebook page. I yeah, have a personal Facebook page. We have one for um, public friends of public transportation. We have one for MTA. So I can post on all three of those Facebook pages, and that helps a lot as well. It's like you said, it's free. So make sure you take advantage of those resources. Yes, and, and also, number five, don't forget to take advantage of employee referral. You know, everybody knows somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And it's definitely a morale booster. So, and the thing is about it, the good thing about it is employees tend to take pride in their jobs and therefore they're going to be over on whoever they refer they're going to be on them hey make sure you're on time make sure you're coming to work you know and they're going to recruit people they want they're going to help you recruit people that they're proud of but then again you have to be careful with this step because you don't want to just go completely employee referral and then everybody looks alike in your company and then you may have a different problem where you know, with discrimination or something like that. So you want to be careful with that step, but it's a great step to take. And number six, screen applicants for success. That means that you want to carefully review your resumes and applications and make sure that you don't ignore red flags. You know, if you see things in the resume or applications, be, be cautious. But also you don't want to pass up quality employees by being too rigid and overlooking quality employees who are quality candidates because maybe their salary is a little higher or where they live or other reasons that are not qualifications or experience based. I agree with that 100% because I have a friend who started five of her own businesses and made them all multi-million dollar businesses, but she doesn't have a college degree. So sometimes she's overlooked for a job because she doesn't have a college degree where she has life experiences that are beyond what a college degree could give her. So yeah, sometimes I think employees might, employers might be overlooking a great employee because they have certain uh, you know, uh, qualifications they're looking for that maybe just look outside the box once in a while. That's correct. And number seven, you want to make sure you're conducting appropriate legal interviews. Whenever you want to conduct interviews, especially if you're using the panel, you want to plan that in advance. You want to make sure that everyone on the panel is trained on their legal interview questions. And for instance, it could be a simple, um, how many children do you have? Well, that's not a question you really want to ask in an interview. You want to make sure the group stays focused on your job requirements and your company policies and be consistent with your questions. So. That's a very important step. Make sure everybody knows the questions they shouldn't ask and stick to, you know, the same qu- questions for the most part for, for your interviewees, except when you need follow-up information. That's good information, especially for the employees that are listening to know that they should do the research there too and realize which questions they could be asked and which ones are not appropriate to be asked because they could even say, well, that question's not really appropriate if they didn't want to answer it. So... That's good to hear from both sides. So this is good information. Let's keep going. I'm enjoying this. Thank you, Vanessa. Okay. And number eight, we're getting close to finishing here. Number <laughs> eight, you want to make sure you're hiring candidates who can get the ground running. 
You know, it's not a good idea to waste time thinking, well, maybe we can teach them work ethic. You know, that's kind of a hard thing to teach. Or maybe, yeah, they don't have that experience, but maybe they can learn it on the job. So if you can, you want to try to hire a candidate that can hit the ground running, and that way you can get your return on investment right away. And number nine, prepare job offer letters. It's important to have job offer letters. That way you can spell out the terms and conditions of the job, and the em- you and the employee will be on the same page, so to speak, on the first day because they'll know what's expected of them and and they'll also know you know what their pay is what benefits are offered and those different type of things and the employer will also have an agreement you know that says okay this is what we agreed to you know and there's no guarantees and it's also a good place to put your at will policy if you have an at will policy okay this is now the very last step we've gotten through this quickly what's the very last step you have to share with us well, last but not least is having a stellar new hire orientation and providing an onboarding process. The orientation is going to be the new hire's first impression of the organization. So employers should take advantage of that. You want to make sure you speak highly of your, of your organization, about the history. You want to introduce the management team. You want to give tours of the facility introduce the co-workers to the new hire. And then when we go to onboarding, you want to make sure that the employee has such sort of thing like a buddy to help them to make sure they're receiving accurate information, that they have resources available and they know where to find those resources. Even if they have a question as far as, you know, where is the lunchroom? You want somebody that's right there able to help them And then lastly, you want to monitor that new hire to ensure that he or she has all the tools they need to do their job. I've worked with several companies where employees will tell me, well, Vanessa, I came in to work and I I didn't understand how to do X, Y, Z. So I asked my coworker and my coworker told me to figure it out because they had to figure it out. Oh my gosh. So that's not a good way to do for a new, new hire. So those are the 10 steps. And I would highly recommend that you take each of those steps and try try it. Just try it one time and see how well it works. Sure. Well, how can we get your book as well, Vanessa? Somebody listening right now, they might want to read your book, and how can they get that? Oh, thank you. My, my book is located on Amazon.com, and it's called 101 Costly HR Mistakes and How to Fix Them. You can also um, order it on my website, which is expert humanresources.com and my name is Vanessa G. Nelson you can call me Uh, my number is right there on the website that's experthumanresources.com and you can also go to YouTube I'm on there um, under my name Vanessa G. Nelson and I hope to hear from each and every one of you well I hope you do too I think 
I didn't really mean that. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever anybody can benefit from something as important as what you're talking about. And the employee, the employers, if yeah, it's, if it's yeah. a good fit, my gosh, it's just success all the way around. And I've had a chance to work at different places. And I did work at one place where when I came in, they said, well, what are you doing here? It's like, uh, <laughs> they were, they felt threatened that I was, like, was going to take their job. And that wasn't a good feeling. So it's like, no, I'm just here. And then, right. yeah, so I make sure that if anybody starts make sure they feel welcome, you know, talk to them. And, and if they are a good employee, do tell them about all of that referral program because, and have a referral program in place, like you said, because usually if you find a really good employee, they're loyal, they're on time, they're dedicated. They usually hang around with the same kind of people like themselves. So if they're going to refer somebody, it's usually going to be somebody who's just as dynamic as themselves. So I love what you've said. It all makes very good sense until you hear it put out there. You don't even think about it, do you? That's correct. Yes. And it, it does work. And, and these steps are the steps I take when I meet with uh, uh, clients who are having trouble with, like, the turnover and the morale issues and everything. And and we do a lot of these things, and we start getting getting things in place and excellent employees. And before you know it, they're rolling along. Yeah. Well, I've talked to people, I know myself too, personally, if somebody feels appreciated and they're shown appreciation, that means more than a paycheck. If they're told, great job, you don't have to pat them on the back the entire time, but make a chance just to give them, let them know they're doing a good job when they are. And that makes a huge difference. Oh, absolutely. And there's always positive things to say about someone. Even when you have to have a difficult conversation, there's still positive things to say. You know, and praise goes a long way. Absolutely. They say you can get more with honey than vinegar. Yep. <laughs> and that That's does true. work. Yeah, get more out of them. Well, Vanessa, I can't thank you enough. And I'm going to give you a compliment saying that you do a great job because I've had a chance to sit down in your classes and you make people think outside the box. You make them really think about uh, their own thought process. And that really makes a big difference. So I'm looking forward to your book. I do get a signed copy, right? That's what we're looking for. You will sign up if we get it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. You and Jay both. And I'm All right. See who else needs books around there, and I'm going to bring a big box of them signed for everybody. I love it, Vanessa. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to have you on one of our anniversary episodes. Yep. Well, I'm excited and honored to be here, and I really appreciate it. I just really do. Thank you so much. Well, I know Thank you, have you for a, thinking of me. Sure, I know you have a lot more to talk about, so we're going to invite you back here one time to another episode so you can talk about other areas, too, because there's so many things that you cover that we need to hear more from you. Well, great. I would be honored. It's my pleasure. And thank you so much. You bet. Thank you, Vanessa. We'll keep in touch. And thank you for listening to On the Road with MTA, Stephanie K and Jay. And of course, next week, we're going to have other amazing and interesting episodes. That's right. So stay tuned. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.